Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Welcome to another podcast episode. I'm here with John Opoluski. My name is Jim Wiegand, and for the next few minutes, we're going to ask you just to consider a, a, a question that I think is going to be a little bit counterintuitive. It's uh, it almost comes at you backwards, but John, that that is how do we grow through subtraction? What do you mean by that? We're going to grow through subtraction. Uh, Jim, over the past several years, we've helped a lot of churches take what we call an alignment journey. Uh, alignment of vision and values and strategy and things like that and and here's what I've observed as a as a mentor and a consultant when a leader sets a fresh direction for the organization he or she leads uh, when they start to implement a new strategy or when they enlarge the building to accommodate growth right. um, it's almost always accompanied by a certain percentage of people leaving yeah <laughs> And it, th- uh. <laughs> and it throws these leaders into some kind of a panic sometimes. It's yeah. like, you know, wait a minute. You know, how can, how can anyone not be excited about the direction we're taking? Um, how, how can they deny the hmm. energy and the momentum we're experiencing? Why, why don't they see what I see? Yeah. And from a human perspective, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, but from the divine vantage point, it makes perfect sense okay you know, growth so, often starts with subtraction as a pastor like i i totally relate to what you're talking to you've got this big dream you run it past your key leaders everybody's excited about it you put it out there and somebody goes yeah i, I not only do i not see it i don't want that to the place that i'm gonna actually sever you know fellowship with this group like that's that's disheartening is there any book available that whatever i'm kidding <laughs> because they're putting the good and goodbye but it talks about that it's right. devastating because you're your heart's in this dream mode where it's all, you know, it's faith and it's dreams and it's vision. And someone goes, yeah, I don't see it. And they take off the other way. It really contradicts the thing that God's put in the leader's heart. That's right. So, I mean, this is my example. This is your example. This is our experience. But biblically, is that, you know, the subtraction, growth through subtraction, is that is that a biblical principle, do you think? Or is that just something that happens nowadays? No, I think it's definitely a biblical principle. In the Old Testament, uh, we, we've heard the story about Gideon. And uh, Israel was being oppressed by the Midianites. And so God raises up this guy named Gideon to deliver his people uh, from this enemy. And so when Gideon initially rallies the troops, 32,000 men show up. Uh, But God says, that's too many. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Right. So tell all of those guys who are afraid to go home. And 22,000 men left. and uh, and God wasn't finished, you know. God yeah. God presented this other hoop for this remainder, this ten thousand guys uh, that were left to jump through. And after that, uh, ninety seven hundred more of them left. So Gideon is left with uh, three hundred people. You know, yeah. he says yes to God. Yeah. He's got this amazing challenge to do something great for God, and he loses almost everybody he started with and uh, here's the good news though you know when you read the story with 300 men and god's help he won the day right and so i see it in the old testament uh for sure yeah you know those who are afraid to go to battle go home if there's if you're not afraid to go to battle something's wrong with you (laughs) yeah he literally was left with one third of the people and something was wrong with them and then he gets down to 300 
and now you're not afraid and it's 300 against a, an army the bible says was so numerous it was like the sands of the seashore which is kind right. of the bible's way of saying there's not a, a common number that the common man would understand to, yeah. so we just compare it to an infinite number as far as the eye could see 300 people that's a terrible battle plan yeah you know and how discouraging that could have been i guess if you didn't believe god was in the subtraction right I guess, I guess it's true in nature. You know what I mean? You talk about pruning and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's not just the, uh, the, you know, the Old Testament or Jesus with the vine and, you know, the New Testament. It's, you see that, right? If you want more fruit, you cut off things yep. that aren't producing fruit. But the problem is these are people. It's not, you know, these are friends. These are family members sometimes. These are, you know, your, your staff. I mean, this is this is harder. I, I, I get the principle, the emotion, though, behind it. How do you keep yourself from feeling betrayed you know or, or turned on or not believed in or it's this is this is more emotional than it is theological yeah. i think for me personally yeah it really is emotional and, and jim i am not i don't know if it's okay to say i don't know on this podcast you know <laughs> because it is it is very personal ministry is is that way i've i've heard some guys say well don't take it personally well oh yeah that's... you know um i just don't see that yeah. being real uh, ministry is extremely uh, personal so when people leave it hurts yeah but I think I think being able to process it through the grid of what we see in scripture mm-hmm. and, I, and, in a, and in our own personal experience I know personally when things get cut out of my life some good things get cut out of my life that I have to let go of yeah. um, it hurts it's painful but I'm I guess I'm just more focused I'm able yeah. to really uh, leverage uh, my best gifts, and and we see good things happen. Yeah. I, I have a story I want to tell you. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, we had this apple tree in our yard, and my dad used to prune it every year after the uh, after the fall. And uh, I used to think, man, he's taking a lot of branches off, you know. <laughs> and there was one year where the pile of branches was bigger than the tree that was left. <laughs> And I thought, Dad, you killed it for sure this year. But, yeah. you know, next year that tree was loaded up with fruit. And so I just think yeah. we see the principle in nature. We see it in Scripture. And we see it in our own experience. I, I guess that's how I kind of work my way through that, yeah. that it's going to be okay. Uh, God knows what he's doing. You know, if it was me, I would leave well enough alone. Yeah. But Father God, you know, he, he prunes stuff off that's even currently bearing fruit, not for her jollies. Yeah, right. You know, right. but because he sees what we don't. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. We've had people come and go. You know, for twenty five years since we've been senior pastoring, and and I and you do miss them. And it right. is you know sometimes they leave for good reasons. Sometimes they leave for God reasons. Sometimes they leave for bad reasons. Right. I, I you know I, I think that that future fruitfulness, keeping that in focus. That I, I don't know why. I don't have to know why. I don't have to know who said what to who or who's upset about what was said or you know who's a, or, or fill in the blank right. with, with my worst insecurities. Yeah. You know, and make sure I, I'm I'm thoroughly discouraged as a leader. Just to say I trust God. I trust the pruner. I trust you know. And and these people are not our enemies when they leave. They're right. not bad people because they left. I mean, we we describe that in in the book. Uh, putting the good and goodbye that if you create a culture where no one can leave without being a quote bad person that only bad people leave and right. and they have to turn around and say well i left because they're worse than what they're accusing me of it really is the most unhealthy thing a pastor a leader can do is is to say to people that are leaving you're bad for for leaving because now they have to have a better reason they have to point backwards and say well i left because a good person like me can't in good conscience continue with yeah. your leadership i mean it, it just sets up a terrible terrible dynamic so 
So pruning promotes growth. I see that we see in nature, New Testament, Jesus, the, the pruning the vines to produce more fruit, Old Testament, Gideon. Um, I think you know, we've kind of alluded to a couple times the book, putting the good and goodbye. What what would you what would you say to someone? I know when when we first talked about writing this book together, I I called you to say there's nothing out there. No one is addressing this. Right. Podcasts aren't addressing this. Books aren't addressing this. Bible colleges aren't addressing this. And and this is the most in- discouraging thing that pastors go through. Right. You know, just kind of kind of describe maybe that that what is this book and and how is it going to help people that that would would invest some time in it. Well, so the book is called Putting the Good and Goodbye. Yeah, the subtitle is A Healthy Conversation About the Comings and Goings of Church People. And in in the book, we address in detail uh, the increasing mobility of God's people. Mm -hmm. I like the word to use mobility. That's a nice way of saying it, I think. Yeah, Yeah, abandonment might be too strong. Right. Mobility is better. Yeah, Yeah. I like that word better. (laughs) And and we talk about how pastors can better process the departure of, of members. And I think one of the lines in the book that I, I feel is really uh, important is a healthy way of saying goodbye starts with a healthier way of saying hello. Yeah, bingo. So when people arrive, how we think about that, how we process that. The other piece, Jim, uh, that I think is really important in the book is we talk about God's people are his people, not ours. Yeah. See, when I was a young pastor, I used to think when people joined our church or became a member that somehow or another in a weird way, yeah. They were mine. Yeah. And we were joined at the hip and any any departure by them could be nothing less than absolute betrayal, which yeah. was totally immature. Yeah. Kind of sick actually in a way, but set me up for disappointment after disappointment when yeah. I realized at a, at some point in time people come and people go. Yeah. And uh, my role in their life is probably seasonal. Yeah. Uh, not eternal in a sense of them being with me for the long haul. I think there will be people that are with us for the long haul, right. yeah. for sure. But um, there's going to be a significant amount of people who are only there for a, a while. Yeah. And I, I have to take the youth pastor, almost the youth pastor mentality, you know, approach to it. So yeah. by the way, Jim, uh, if if our listeners want to pick up the book, they can find it at convergecoach.com yeah. slash shop, and they can they can purchase it there. Yeah. I've heard more great feedback on on that than probably anything else that that um, that I've been a part of. Um, I write books and stories and all that kind of stuff, but this was the one. I think the books are nice and they're entertaining. This one is like surgery. This one yeah. gets into a wound, cleans it out, reframes it. You know what I mean? It just it just helps people stay in the game and and you know that. Uh, working, you know, better, faster, longer, harder, it, just a sustainability emotionally, you know what I mean? Right. To say, I, I'll miss you. But if you've done this long enough, you realize as the one person walks out, there's probably another person walking in right. that needs what, what that person once needed and now has and is going out to give it away. If you look at the body of Christ as a living organism and not as a, a static you know, classroom full of mandatory students. It's, right. It really is a beautiful thing. I mean, if you can embrace what it really is, senior pastoring is serving people, you know, with your gifts as they as they come into your life for as long as they allow you to do that. They're free to go anytime they want. There's no there's no contracts. And again, releasing people. I I think it's harder to leave a church that loves you, teaches you, blesses you. Right. You know, it gives gives you choices and freedoms to come and go. And you know, I. As a church planning director, one of the things I've seen is is that when 
pastors are open-handed with their their staff, with their people. We're going to plan another church. That's really healthy for a church to know there's options, or even just offering multiple services. There's right. there's options. People need options, and when you open them up, people grow in those in those voids that grow in those options. So being proud of people that graduate, if you will, from your right. ministry into the next thing is a much better mindset than you betrayed me. I put all this into you, and now you're leaving. As Well, why did you put it into them? You put it right. into them so they could take it and, and, and live it. And... Uh, yeah, trusting God with that. Any any closing thoughts on, on the, the pruning and, and growth through subtraction? Just a couple of things. I think pruning keeps us focused. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, one of the mistakes too, uh, a lot of ambitious leaders make is taking on too many things, mm-hmm. uh, too many initiatives, and yeah. God keeps pruning because he knows we can't be all things to all people. Um, and I think pruning keeps us humble. Yeah. It, it reminds us, you know, God's Darn in it. charge of this thing, you know. <laughs> He, the organization we lead belongs to him, not us. He brings the growth. Yeah. So when subtraction happens, it, I mean, while it puzzles me and, and us, and it, yeah. sometimes it pains us, he knows exactly what he's doing. And uh, so sometimes when uh, good outcomes happen, pruning reminds us who the credit really belongs to. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're a leader listening to this today and you're charting a fresh course for the organization you lead um, and it's exciting to you and you spent months planning and praying and strategizing with your team about it and maybe you've even begun begun casting vision to your people about it only to see some of them leave my my thought today is to take heart yeah and resist the urge to panic uh, because pruning often precedes progress right on so yeah. I think that's kind of how I would wrap it up. I love that. If, if I wish I'd have heard this 25 years ago is what I wish because lots of changes early on. And, and as people are leaving, I, every departure was evidence of my failure in my heart right. instead of evidence of the progress that God was making. Yeah. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we've got another podcast coming up here soon, and uh, it, it really deals with, I, th- I think, what is your forte, and that is seeing an organization and aligning it. Alignment is one of the words I probably hear you say as often as I hear you say your wife's name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, it's just part of every narrative is the power of alignment. Would you like to just give us a teaser in 30 seconds about what that might look like? Sure. And Jim, I, I think where I really want to focus on with that next one is is personal alignment and how it impacts our, our professional life. So, you know, when I, I go to a chiropractor to get my spine aligned, and the more aligned it is, the healthier I feel. Uh, same thing with personal alignment. So when we're aligned correctly, we're able to handle uh, challenges with more energy, more effectiveness, more resiliency. When we're misaligned, uh, the exact opposite happens. Success in our relationships and work and in reaching goals uh, seems harder and requires more effort. Right on. Well, thank you, John Opaluski, Converge Coaching, and uh, we are just uh, excited to have this time with you. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And if you like this podcast, remember to hit the like button, share it with a friend, and we will see you again real soon.